Hello and welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. We're glad you joined us. We are uh, podcasting from Lubbock, Texas today, uh, where we are up, had a had our big annual Christmas date last night. We do this every year. Did, went to have a fantastic steak at a fancy steakhouse mm-hmm. and a big platter of appetizers that we couldn't come anywhere close to finishing. That is true. That is true. Yep. I was a little disappointed in myself, but it was it was <laughs> really good. We, uh, you know, we, we encourage dating um, once a week or ever other ever other week, but an an occasional fancy date is a healthy thing. It is, and we do that every Christmas. Uh, I would like to do it about once every six months. I'd be happy with that. But we both dress up. Uh, we make dinner reservations. We eat at a nice place, and we usually catch some kind of concert mm-hmm. or show. Or last night it was a Christmas concert. Yes, a lot of fun, and I agree. We need to. We need to do that a little more often. Yeah, I like dress-up dates. They're a little more fun. It just kind of feels pretty special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels a little more special. Christmas is around the corner, and today we're talking about eight reasons why couples lose their spark. And a spark is something that uh, a lot of times you feel in marriage. It's a product of love. And we, we get this question a lot. We have a lot of folks that uh, message us and go, I just don't feel it mm-hmm. with my spouse anymore. And we've talked that love's more than a feeling, but there should be some spark there. That's right. And if you're not feeling any spark, there's probably one of several reasons. We've kind of written down eight today that kind of couples kind of lose their spark mm-hmm. or their excitement. And we're going to kind of go right. through those. And yeah. I don't know that we have them in order, but probably number one is probably the probably the one that uh, is one of the biggest reasons we. It just seems like we see this a lot. Yeah, we we preach all the time. You know that that love is an action. Uh, you choose to love your spouse, and feelings are a byproduct of that. Uh, you know, feelings come because of the love you show your spouse, and so you know that's that's kind of where this comes into play. Um, if you're not feeling those sparks and those little occasional butterflies and whatever it it may be because you need to uh up your game in the way that you're showing love to your spouse and so yeah we we've got a list here of some things that maybe you have stopped doing uh that you need to start doing again yeah and we talk about uh we talk a lot about roommates versus soulmates and a lot of couples go from being soulmates where they start marriage and kind of move into roommate uh, where they just kind of coexist in the same house and they pay bills together um, and there's just not a lot of connection there and that's kind of what this is about when when you just don't feel the connection of why that may be that's right so you mentioned number one was a biggie tell us yeah, what that is number one is a biggie and um, as we're talking about reasons couple lose their spark is a lot of times it's because one of the two people in marriage have had actually started sparking with someone new. Mm. And that's a bad deal, of course. Uh, what we're talking about is uh, when you make a connection with someone other than your spouse, all of a sudden that makes your connection with your spouse a lot less. Mm-hmm. And and there are times where we have um, 
you know, somebody will write us and they'll just say, hey, all of a sudden my, my, my spouse has said that they just don't feel in love or connected to me anymore. And a lot of times, you know, I'll write and say, so who have they reconnected with? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there's somebody and, and a few days later they'll write back and say, well, I kind of pinned my, my husband or wife in a corner and they said, yes, they have built a friendship with their a coworker at work or something. And so, um, yeah, that is a unhealthy. We've talked about this lots on our podcast, unhealthy friendships. But uh, one of the reasons couples lose their spark is they start sparking with somebody new, and that's not good. You got to yeah. keep your sp- spark with your spouse. That's right, and that's and that's not you know that's not love when you're sparking with somebody else. That's yeah. that infatuation of that new, you know, your that newness that you feel in a relationship, and and that's just that's. That's a dangerous feeling when you're feeling that, you know, that excitement and that infatuation. If you're looking forward to hanging out with a coworker every day more than you are your spouse, um, man, you need to run from that relationship. Mm-hmm. That's not a healthy thing that you've got going on at work. Uh, you, you need to be connecting with your spouse more uh, than you do anybody else. Pursue your spouse, connect with your spouse and reconnect with your spouse, which is very easily possible. There's a lot of reasons you don't feel connected, and that's really more what some of these other that's things right. are about. That, and that leads us into the rest, kind of the rest of our of our things we want to talk about today. Um, ways that you can build that spark back up with your spouse and not somebody else. Yeah. So uh, you ready to move on yeah, to the next go. one? So one of the really the big reasons why is because you quit pursuing your spouse you know before marriage you worked so hard to win your spouse you were interested you were having those feelings of infatuation and and um you know you you wanted to be with this person as often as you could and you did all kinds of things to uh, get them interested in you uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. And and if you've sparked or started sparking with someone else, you've started pursuing someone else, and you've got to stop that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of couples stop pursuing. They 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 say I do in marriage. In a couple of years, few years down the road in marriage, they've just kind of gotten a little lazy, and they've quit putting out the effort. They've gone from going. Uh, I want to do all these things for you to what is the minimum that I have to do to keep you happy. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not a great way to do marriage. Um, you can't get comfortable in marriage. You can't just put your marriage on the back burner and think everything's going to be fine. You're, you're actually either growing in your marriage or you're probably going backwards. There's mm-hmm. no standing still. And if you're not, if you're not putting effort into your marriage, it's going the wrong way. Yes. And you have got to stop taking your spouse for granted, your marriage for granted, and and pursue your spouse with with a lot of those things you did pre-marriage, whether it's uh, flowers or notes or bragging on one another or flirting one another, dating like we talked about. I mean, you just go down this long list of things you did to win your spouse that doesn't stop once you've won them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you said, you know, we get too comfortable. Um, And I agree with that. You know, we get... It, you you should get to the point where you feel comfortable with your spouse, but you don't want to get comfortable to the point that you're just being lazy. You know, we, we fall into the routine of just doing the same thing day after day, and, and we quit the chase. We quit the chase. Yeah. Uh, so don't, don't be so lazy, if I can just be bold enough to say that you've gotten lazy. Uh, don't, don't be so lazy that you've quit chasing and quit pursuing. Um, 
because you got you got to just keep, you know, trying to ignite the spark. I guess yeah. is what. And, and what if we to. say in our workshop a lot. You need to work as hard to keep your spouse mm-hmm. as you did to win them in the first place. Yep. Uh, it doesn't stop once you're married. You don't go, hey, I've won them. I've won her. She's mine. I can quit working so hard. Mm-hmm. And so that's another reason a couple loses their spark. Yeah. Uh, another reason a couple loses their spark is they're unwilling to deal with maybe some problems they've got in their marriage. There's some issues, there's some problems, and you're just choosing to ignore it versus work on it. Now, I will admit problems are not fun. I don't look for problems. I don't wake up in the morning thinking, well, I hope we have some problems today. Uh, I try to avoid problems. But if there are some problems in my relationship, if I can work on them, it's going to make not only my marriage better, but it's going to reconnect us together. Mm-hmm. And and you cannot sweep your issues under a rug. That's right. Uh, you know, and this this could be, you know, personality conflicts. This could be trying to maneuver differences in the way that you think things should be done in marriage. This could be financial problems. This could be, you know, in-law problems. The list is long. Uh, but I promise there is there is help out there for whatever problem there is that you're kind of, you know, at a standstill with in your marriage, uh, seek help. Yeah. You know, there's, there are, there are good, good books, uh, full of godly advice and wisdom. Uh, there are great Christian counselors out there that can just help you navigate, uh, over some little bumps that you hit along the way. Yeah. And, and can we throw this out there? Because this is really important. You may be in a marriage where you may think everything's fine and your spouse is saying, hey, we've got a few things we want to deal with. And you may think it's okay. And you may be going, why do you keep bringing these things up? You're only going to be making it worse by bringing them up all the time. Let me just say, if your spouse feels like there is an issue or a problem or a struggle that you need to work on, you need to uh, take that serious. Mm-hmm. You need to uh, validate their feelings. There's something obviously they see that you don't, and you just telling them it's not a big problem, or getting mad when they bring it up, or or telling them, hey, you're making it worse by bringing it up. That's not fixing anything. Mm-hmm. It's going to actually make it worse. So you may be going, why is my spouse always think we got problems in marriage? They see something they want to work on. Don't ignore that. Step up. Man up. Um, and and deal with whatever it is your spouse may feel like that there is an issue with. Yeah, and as you said earlier, it's not fun. It's never fun, you know, dealing with problems. But you have to go, you always have to go through a little bit of pain to get to a better place. You know, you, you see that when you work out at the gym. If you want to get to a better place in your your physical health or or, you know, whatever, you're going to work out and you're going to get sore and it's going to hurt. Um and that's kind of the same thing as, you know, working through problems with and your you spouse. Stronger there may be some uncomfortable, yeah. yeah, there may be some uncomfortable conversations that you're going to have. There may be a little bit of, of hurt feelings that you're going to have at some times. But if you'll maneuver it with love and grace, you will get past the pain and get to a much better, healthier stronger place in your marriage deal with those problems don't just ignore them and don't sweep them under a rug Mm -hmm. oh i like this next one Mm -hmm. this next one is if you're not feeling the spark 
it could be because you have stopped dating and doing fun things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you fell in love because you dated. It was kind of fuel for your marriage, and you shouldn't stop once, you're, once you are married. You should continue to date. And um, dating is something that, uh, that you want to do and you want to keep doing. Uh, you know, we went last night. We said earlier, we went last night and had a date. We had fun. We made memories. Mm-hmm. Um, that date will be something we talk about for a long time. We laughed. We laughed over uh, jalapenos that were uh, at, on the appetizer that were hot that both mm-hmm. lit both of us up. I mean, We, we wanted just, to keep eating them, but we were so good. Just so but hot. it was like you had to put it in your mouth. And, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. And, and we preach all the time. You, you've got to keep doing those things, and you've got to keep doing fun things together because, you, you know, once the kids leave, you've got to have something in your relationship to fall back on other than just the kids. You can't just make marriage all about kids. So you've got to keep up the dating and doing the fun things together. It's about building a friendship Mm -hmm. and spending time together. You can't, you know, if if couples don't fall out of love, they they fall out of friendship. And and you're going to have to have some friends uh, with be friends with your spouse and hang out and do some stuff and and build memories and become best friends mm-hmm. and and so we preach this a lot but uh, uh, it is important date and friendship and so let's look at let's look at the next one yeah the next one would be uh, uh, you haven't been honest if there's some trust issues uh, if there is something that you haven't been honest about even little things it is going to cause some problems and and help reduce that feeling of intimacy, mm-hmm. soulmates, uh, spark. Um, trust is one of the cores. I mean, cores of your marriage, and it's got to be there. Yeah, uh, yeah, that could definitely cause the loss of a spark if you're feeling, you know, a lack of trust uh, or unfaithfulness. So, yeah, guard guard that trust in your marriage with everything you've got because once it's lost, it is hard. Hard to rebuild. Yeah, it can be, but it's it, but it's hard. Yeah, and if if you're trying to rebuild some trust in your relationship, uh, we have podcast episodes that we've done yes. on how to do that. Yes, go and back so and listen to some of those. Go back and listen to some of those. But mm-hmm. yeah, keep that honesty, keep that openness, show your spouse faithfulness, and even the little things, and yeah. that's important. Yeah. So another reason you might feel like you've lost your spark is that you're no longer making sex a priority. Yeah, sex is one of those things that help um, make a difference between being a roommate and a soulmate. Mm-hmm. Uh, intimacy and, and sex is how we connect. It's how we reconnect. We talk about this a lot, and we didn't want to leave it out. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not feeling a connection to your spouse, a lot of it may have to do with a lack of sex in your marriage right now. And maybe you need to talk to your spouse about that. Maybe you need to have one of those goals where you go, this week we are really... Uh, going to spend some time making it a goal to be intimate several times, mm-hmm. whatever it takes. And it is important. You know, we did a marriage challenge on here the other day where we challenged y'all to have to be intimate five days in a row. And, and, and it's hard to not reconnect and feel something for your spouse that you're continually intimate with and having sex with. And that's a beautiful thing. Uh, and that is one of the reasons God created it for your marriage. It is for fun. Uh, it is for pleasure. It is for procreation. But it is to connect and reconnect a man and a woman together over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, God knew, uh, you know, that it it just is a strong glue in marriage. Um, 
That's how he designed it. It, it just bonds a, a husband and a wife together. And so, um, yeah, that, it's important for feeling that spark. And, and a lot of times, you know, we've talked about this too on different episodes. You know, there may be a difference in uh, sex drives. And you may think, well, that's just me. And I just don't have an interest in it. And, you know, but a lot of times it, it boils down to some hormonal imbalances and some things like that. And, uh, you know, we, we, we can't say it enough that please don't let your pride or thinking that's just the way I am get in the way of having a healthy sex life with your spouse. You can see a doctor and they can help. We promise you. Yeah. That is exactly right. And and we've talked about scheduling sex. And that doesn't mean you write down next Thursday sex at 7 o'clock. It just simply means you communicate and you go, hey, uh, tonight let's work on getting the kids in bed early tonight. Or, hey, if we don't, let's work really hard tomorrow to have some time for each other mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of times it, it may not be hormones at all. It may just boil down to busyness and you're tired and, you know, you've put everything else in front of it. Um, and that's... Yeah, that's yeah. that is a and I big will, enemy of sex. I will say this: you, you, a healthy marriage is not built on a sex life. At the same time, if you want a healthy marriage, you've got to pursue some intimacy and some sex life in it as well. Those yes. two are connected, very much so. Yes, those two are connected. They do go hand and, in and, hand. And we know that there are issues uh, sometimes in marriages where maybe someone can't mm-hmm. for some medical reason sure. there is something physical and we've talked about this on some other podcasts and there's some other things that can happen uh, some other ways in which you can be intimate with your spouse but it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of effort uh, to go around that because God has created sex to connect and reconnect uh, couples and that's a that's an important thing yeah uh, so that kind of leads us into this, you know, the busyness part of it, um, that can affect your sex life. But, uh, if you make everything more important than your marriage, it, it's going to affect your spark. Um, you know, marriage shouldn't be moved to the back burner for anything. Uh, it should come before, you know, school and careers and kids and hobbies and jobs. And, and we're not saying to neglect these things because those are all good and important things that you have to give your attention to. But it's easy sometimes to just, you know, move marriage to the back burner and say, you know, we're too busy for sex. We're t- we, we don't have time to go on a date. Um, you know, all of those things. Uh, it's easy to push that to the back burner when you have loads of responsibilities on your plate. But you have to figure out a way to balance, uh, to prioritize and keep your marriage on the front burner. That's a really good point, uh, and and I think you got it nailed on balance and prioritize. It's got to be one of those things, and and we understand making ends meet sometimes tough. You have to work long hours, um, and and you've got to be able to pay for houses and things that you have, but work hard to to find time and make mm-hmm. time for your spouse. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting. We saw a, a statistic the other day that said about eighty two percent of wives said they would take less money if it meant they could be at home with their husband more often. Meaning, it didn't matter who's doing the work, and just that, hey, we'll take a little less if we can actually have more time together. Mm-hmm. That it's not about let's try to make more and have less time. It's, hey, I would rather have more time with my spouse than I would have a little extra money. Yeah. And that's an important thing. It is important. And it, and it all comes down to making time. You know, we talked about scheduling. And you may have to schedule 
you know, you have to schedule this just like you do everything else. You may have to look ahead of time and say, when can we go on a date? We've had um, our date for, for December on our calendar for, for two months. For a long months. time, yes. Two months, and we've planned around it. We Plan have, ahead. There are things that have come up, and we've like, we're not doing it that night. That's our night. That's right. And you, you know? may just have to say, you know, kind of look ahead and go, Tuesday looks like a little bit quieter day on our schedule. Let's just make Tuesday our day. And every chance we get, we're going to try to spend a little bit of time together, whether it's, you know, sitting down to drink a cup of coffee for 10 minutes, if that's all you can get. Uh, maybe, you know, you try to take a quick walk around the park, um, whatever it is. Uh, you know, you may not be able to go on a date that day, but but just, you know, make that day the day that you try to sneak in as many minutes together as you can here and there in between all the responsibilities. You know, that may just be what you have to do sometimes. The average couple spends four minutes a day together, and that's not enough. It's not enough. Not Absolutely. Enough. And that doesn't mean watching a movie together. Mm -hmm. That means four minutes of... Face-to-face -face conversation. Yeah, walking together, mm -hmm. dating, you know, just fisting together. Yes. We got time for one more? We got time for another All one. All right. If you've lost a spark, it could be because you are tearing down instead of building up, that you're being more critical than you are complimentary yeah. to your spouse. I, I can imagine that that would uh, greatly affect some sparking in a marriage. Yeah, if you heard negative yes. all the time. Why would you want to be close and intimate with somebody that just tears you down all the time? So work on that. It's important that you compliment more than you criticize, that you build each other up, that you are each other's biggest fan. You know, you've probably heard the five to one ratio that you need to be saying uh, five things positive to every, you know, one thing negative that you say. Um, and we realize, you know, there, there are times when you have to say, honey, please pick your socks up out of the floor or, you know, whatever it is. But your spouse has got to be hearing a whole lot more positive than negative. They need to be hearing, you know, that, that they're handsome, that they're a great cook, that they're a good dad, that they're, you know, a good mom, all these things build up, um, Every day. And that will help the spark in marriage. That's exactly right. So there's about eight ways we've thrown out mm -hmm. here for couples to kind of go, hey, which ones of these do we need to work on? Um, we want to be positive in this podcast, but we also want to be real. And sometimes you have to go and do a little bit of a um, relationship check and go, how are we doing on these? Is there some of these we need to do a little bit better on? And, and kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. We hope that... Uh, we said at least one or two practical things that, that you could, you know, say, hey, we can do that today. We can start doing that because um, that's what we want to do. We want to help improve marriages. That's exactly right. Yep. We want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas we next week. We do. We're and... going to take a little break, I yeah. think, at least next week. Maybe two weeks, we're not sure, but, but we're going to take a little bit of a break yeah. during the holiday time. We're, we're excited about coming back. Uh, we've got a podcast we're working on right now that is New Year's resolutions for your marriage, how to how to step up in your marriage in 2022. Mm -hmm. So we're excited about that, but we hope you all have a blessed week. Thank you all for joining us, and we will see you all again. See you next week, or 